I don't know. Something in me changed after I got bit. I ignored it for a while, but it kept growing this idea that I, that I was going to live. And not just that day by day like I had been. I could live for months, years. And I might be an adult someday like my mom. I don't know why, but it scared me so much. Tilly Walden's Clementine, book one. In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. You like that intro? You like that energy I'm bringing? Welcome to Comic Exposure Podcast. Uh, my name is Josh, and with me, as always, is my shambling, frozen, undead, the one, the only. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. <laughs> oh, my darling podcast. Travis Rats. Hey, welcome to the show where Travis and I dive deep into graphic novels and trades on comic exposure, or sometimes we talk about what's going on in the world of comicdom, nerddom, pop culture stuff. But you, my friends, are on a comic book club episode. It's like Oprah's book club, but with comics, and we don't give anything away for free. So on today's episode, today's episode, we are reading the Skybound imprint from Image Comics, Clementine, book one, uh, a piece of the walking dead universe by tilly walden tilly walden writes it she i believe letters it does the whole nine yards uh and this is a walking dead story and it's been travis we've talked a lot about zombies a lot but it's been a while has it been a while since we've read a zombie-ish book uh i i I don't think so i feel you don't think so (laughs) i'm trying to like rack my brain have we ever? We've never done The Walking Dead. No, on the show. okay. Didn't um, we do that I, one where oh, the guy we did was the Jughead one? Okay, Jughead. Did, we did, we did the, Jughead where the guy is in the theater. Was that? Was that vampires? It was just recently, like within this last. Oh, movie. the Frozen one. That wasn't a zombie. No, it was no, just no. It was the one where remember it, the guy ends up burning in the theater. And they yeah. go visit the old guy. Oh, there's like oh, a scarab yeah. thing. Not quite. That's like not nah, quite zombies. Right, sure. Okay, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not like traditional zombies. I don't think we've ever. Okay. I, but we talk a lot. We've read a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff. And that's why I it seems think, weird to me that we have if we if we right? haven't done too many zombies. So this is um, a piece of the Walking Dead universe. Now that Walking Dead is done, right? Walking Dead is the the story of. The comic, um, yeah. The comic and the gang of, of you know, people floating around with the sheriff is all over. Now we have expansion stuff. And uh, this is a YA graphic novel, right? So um, not as gory as your normal uh, Walking Dead fare. Still kind of gory. Uh, but still, still kind of gory. gory. Uh, still kind of mature themes, yeah. right? A little dark. Uh, but I thought this would be an interesting one for us to read because... Um, we've, like I said, we've read a lot of post-apocalyptic stuff, but I don't think we've ever read this. And because the last of us just wrapped up, it's Mm -hmm. over, it's done. Um, I play, I've been playing resident evil, Mm -hmm. a zombie game on the PlayStation. I thought, 
this would be a, this would be a good thing to, to chat about. So Travis, did you ever, did you finish reading the walking dead? Did you read all of the, no, walking I did dead? not. I think, God, I don't know if they're, I mean, those books have been collected into so many different varieties of trades yeah. and omnibuses, but when it first started coming out in trades is when I first started picking it up. And this is probably, yeah. they had probably done, Oh, two trades worth 20, 20 individual issues. So I, so I started reading the trades when it was like trade one and two, but you know, like yeah. nine yeah. books of trade or eight books of trade. Uh, and I quite enjoyed it. Um, I think I read maybe up to three or four before the show came out and then kind of reading the show. And then by the time I went back in the book, I was getting the show and the book mixed up. And I was, yeah, it wasn't yeah. that it wasn't that because I didn't think the walking dead was a great comic. And I think one of these days I will go back after some time has passed and just do the omnibus read of it. Yeah. Cause I'm, it's not, it's, it's a reasonable amount of issues. It's, it's nothing, nothing yeah, like no, 500 issues on the shelf next to me is four omnibuses that, that I believe, well, I have one, three and four. For some reason, I don't have the second omnibus. I don't know why. Like I had that in trades. So I didn't, I think I have that in trade. So I didn't, I didn't buy that yeah. one, but I have one, three and four. I have yet. I didn't finish it. I got four. And for some reason I read through three and I started four and I don't know what happened. You know, life gets, life gets in the way you're reading something. And when you read something that's that long, right. You go like, Oh, I need a break. And I just never went back, but I feel like maybe I should go back and read and read book four. Yeah. Right? I, um, I think I got but, to Negan in the comics. I think that's yeah. where, I, where I got to. Yeah, and so this is uh, Clementine, the, the title character, is from another Walking Dead spinoff, the Walking Dead Telltale video game. Oh, so I didn't know that. A, yeah, there was a video game in like 2012 uh, that was a kind of choose-your-own-adventurous, sort of like story-driven game um, out on most consoles. <laughs> And essentially, like, you decided what to say to characters and what action to take. So it was like a, oh, hit X really quick. You didn't really, like, walk around with the character and, and do stuff like that. Like, essentially, it was a narrative narrative RPG. video game. Or kind of RPG-ish, but very narrative kind of point and click where, okay, I want to go interact with this thing. I want to talk to this person. And then you got to kind of pick what your reply was going to be. And your replies changed the course of the game through each chapter of the game they were releasing them in hmm. bits and pieces uh really fun i remember playing it also something i didn't finish um i really enjoyed the first couple chapters of it but then it was something where like the game didn't come out all at one time you had to wait for the next chapter and so at some point i kind of i kind of fell off the game but was i do remember playing a console or is this on yeah iPhone? yeah so okay. it's on console i they probably have a version of it somewhere that you could maybe play on phone but it was a it was a game i i had a ton of fun with it and so when i saw that this was the same character i was like oh that's a really interesting way to like go and use a character that people know right wait was clementine and, the character you played or was she just so one of the people you interacted with clementine was at first the girl you're taking care of so the lead so, character in this that they mentioned was he in the game Yes, okay. Lee is the character. Yeah, Lee is the character in the game. You are you rescue Clementine, and then eventually you play as Clementine. Like okay. as the game, as a series goes on, you play as her and this narrative of her her life. And I really thought, well, that's a really clever way to keep to to do something new, but also not right. Like you're tying into a property, a bigger property, but then like an offshoot of that property. It's a really weird like. Uh, Russian nesting doll. Mm. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we've got Walking Dead inside of that is this Walking Dead video game. Inside of that is Clementine, right? right. Is this book, right? Yeah. Um, and so this is part one. I believe it's supposed to be a trilogy. So we read part one. It should be three books when it's yeah. all done. Uh, this Clementine thing. So, so Travis, it's been a while since you've read Walking Dead. Did, was there anything that you didn't remember or anything you, I mean, I guess you didn't know, need to know yeah. any of the characters, right? Yeah. Uh, How did you honestly, feel going back to the world? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, going into this book, I was kind of excited by the prospect that it was uh, a Walking Dead comic spinoff. They were going back into this world. Not because yeah. I think the Walking Dead needs more spinoffs, but because I hadn't watched any of them or read any of them or played any of them. So it was kind of like, yeah. all right. I've had enough time, enough distance, and I can come into this world. And some of the things that I should know, I don't know, but they're like I'm I'm okay to go along with this. And it seems like you don't need to have read The Walking Dead to understand this book, and you don't. I mean, this could be a standalone zombie apocalypse story. None of the well, except for that character you just mentioned. It's not like they're talking about Rick. Can't save him, Rick. Uh, or yeah. any of that stuff, or any locations or things like that. Um, I mean, maybe the zombies have similar rules, because, you know, zombie rules are always, you know, yeah, it takes a while to part, explain right? those. So I think by having this set in the Walking Dead world, you're able to cut out some of that exposition, because like, all right, we know how zombies work in this world, we know what a zombie bite does in this world, we know, like, that type of stuff. But I would also say, like, this book, I mean, I think that's, Okay, never, I'm going to save that. We'll, yeah, yeah. we'll get to that. So let's just really quickly. This is a story about a young girl named Clementine. She is um, sort of, she's been off on her own. She runs into an Amish community, an Amish survivalist community. Really brilliant, kind of brilliant. like a brilliant idea, right? Like who's going to survive this bad boy? The Amish are, because mm-hmm. they don't need electricity, right? So she uh, runs into an Amish The life community. after the apocalypse. Well, we'll talk about this. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so she meets, she meets this Amish boy, Amos, who can, who's, she comes to this place. She gets a new prosthetic leg. Yeah. Um, she is then kind of goes off on her own. She's really leery about that place. But then this boy, Amos, convinces her to kind of go with him, to go to Vermont, to go help build this special community up in the mountains. Yeah. We get there. It turns out it's not what any of them think. Because the, the if you build it, then they'll let you, like, take an airplane ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> just such a... <laughs> the weird but you also get to live there it's right? a kid so, prize like, it's like if you click this many pepsi logos you can get a like a, a, a rocket jet, ship right <laughs> <laughs> but he, she ends up going um they meet a couple other teenagers kind of trying to build this community just them out in the snow uh, <clears throat> and they have to survive and then of course like all walking dead properties <clears throat> it's not the zombies it's the people yeah very few walking dead in this book yeah, and it and it again. Turns well, back. I, I, wait, I shouldn't say that because the humans are the Walking, the walking dead, dead in the Walking yeah. Dead. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Hickman. Sorry, Kirkman. Oh. Kirkman. Hick- sorry, double sorry. <laughs> so, we, like again, things kind of fall apart. <coughs> they make their way out. They survive. They lose some people along the way, and they're on to the next part of the journey, right? Like, because that's what the Walking Dead is about. I think. I think Walking Dead is zombie road trip. Everybody sucks, right? Yeah. Like those zombies, a road trip, and everybody sucks. That that's kind zombie of zombie like, road trip. Everybody, everybody sucks. sucks. I'm gonna write that song. It's a punk song. We'll I'll, I'll get to it around three chords and that, those. It lines. sounds like a vandal song. 
And I'm going to call the it the walking dead. I'm going to call it the people are the walking dead. That's I once had a hometown, but then one day everyone <laughs> <laughs> be perfect. So Travis, we dive back into this world. Um, I think one thing that this book does really well is that theme that it's, you just said it, there's not many walkers in here and it does the thing that walking dead does very well, which is you're never really scared. I mean, there's the tension of zombies always, but the fear is always of, Oh man, what are these people going to do? What are the humans going to do? That's like every moment she met someone new. I was like, Oh crap. Oh, like yeah. she gets to the Amish village. I'm like, that doctor's going to do something gnarly yeah, yeah. to her, man. You're <laughs> almost, you're almost trained like she is from all. It, it, well, it's interesting you say that because it it, it is uh, that the author here is uh, using uh, who who wrote this again? I want to use their Tilly her name, Tilly, Tilly Walden. Tilly, yeah, Tilly Walden. Yeah, it's almost like Walden is is using our previous knowledge of uh, zombies, road trip, everybody sucks. <laughs> to uh like subvert your expectations when it doesn't happen when she yeah. does meet good people especially early on like early well, on like that's you the expect, best part the first people she meets are really nice are pretty people. solid yeah <laughs> she only reads she only meets like one shitty person really right in this book really if you think of the twins as two separate yes. people and one of them yeah. is a really annoying yeah there are twins in this they are teenage <laughs> twins uh, they're both kind of assholes, but one is like uh, a sadist and or like one, one stays is, an asshole yeah, yeah. and the other one, you know, yeah. the other one turn is OK. Uh, yeah, but, but it's, it is interesting yeah. that because yeah, we do the count up. Yeah, it's one. So this book person. does have less Walking Dead than the other books. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it is very much like it does that thing really well, because the entire time, every time she meets somebody, you're like, oh, man, yeah, I'm what's going to happen in this Amish community? What weird thing are they doing? Right. And then you get to, okay, she gets to this location and there's only a couple people here. Where's everybody else? Right. You're like waiting yeah. for it. And, and my thought was, I didn't expect the twins to be the problem. Right. You know what right. I mean? I, I didn't expect that no, no, no. because I was like, I oh, thought they were kids. hiding a mystery. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I mean, they kind of are in when you get to their other community. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah very, it Tilly does this great job of like playing with, with what you expect zombies road trip. Everybody sucks and subverting it just enough. Yeah. Right. Um, and I thought that was a really clever way to play in this world. And I thought it was funny to start with really. She meets people who are just like, Oh, Hey, come on. I in. did. I did think about another shitty person she meets. Remember in the wagon where they let those people in the wagon, they say, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The, bo- the guy yeah. gets all touchy. I'm like, what is this a YA? YA novel? <laughs> Yeah, but um, I, yeah, so yes, more shitty people, but that's like really, yeah. Yeah, um, so let's talk about this character Clementine as our yeah. protagonist. Okay, yeah. she checks off a lot of modern protagonist boxes for a YA novel. Yeah. Right. She's, uh, no no parents. Multiracial. Multiracial. Um, yeah, possibly uh, undeclared sexuality. Um, yeah. And strong, strong-willed, strong-willed. Yeah. Um, you got to be strong-willed, and you got to be a strong-willed in order to survive any of this. And stuff, I'm not saying right? that because these are real people. I'm just saying that this is this is right. we're starting to see more and more people like this type of person represented as a protagonist of story. Right, and I think it, I in, jo- think in genre, like, especially. Yeah, I, when you look at like the main character of The Walking Dead, Rick, right? 
a white dude from the South. It's a very yeah. like, interesting I call this, like, play. I call this the uh, Rosaria Dawson effect. <laughs> <laughs> so we've, we've yeah, got... So really, uh, uh, you got that great protagonist where it's very open, where a lot of people can attach themselves in age. Right. And, and then we give a lot of, a lot of uh, things to this character. Um, the interesting physical feature, of course, is the leg. Which is, which is a really interesting way to sort of like at very right away at first, I was like, Oh man, they gave her a leg. What do they expect in return? Right. It just comes back to that thing, but they're like, Oh no, Hey, we got you. Here's a new leg. And you're like, okay, that's cool. That's awesome. She's going to be able to do these things. Um, but it, it is a really interesting way to, again, have something happen in the story to make it very detrimental for her, right? Like, how do we make this harder? How do we, how do we, like, the very first thing they do is hook her up with this leg and they're like, okay, things are good. And then of course it breaks. Yeah. 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 She names it. Yeah. She's the main Kenny. Um, (laughs) Well, I want to, I kind of want to get into, so at first I thought this, to be honest, I thought this, this, this book was a little bit of a slow burn. And I think sometimes uh, I did get lost in kind of what was happening. And I was like, wait, this is a YA comic book. Why do I feel like, did I miss a panel? Or like, this is unclear. Um, but I, I do want to say where where I started to, I think, well, here they have chapters. Like chapter five, chapter six, I think it was developed in here. The third act is basically yeah. where I think the story really finds its legs. And another testament to why you have to kind of give a story it's full breath before you can make an opinion because at first like the getting to the mountain and the first part with the twins i'm like okay what's happening here but i think once we establish that like the one twin does this villainous act which is something to amos um and then we have this story i really like it um and here is where it it got to me where i thought this was a really powerful story uh theme for especially a ya novel but for any any kind of story is clementine she's talking about um you know her parents died and then everyone she meets of course dies which is very common in post-apocalyptic stories but she says very uh maybe i'll put at the front of this episode uh but she says uh i don't know something in me changed after i got bit i ignored it for a while but it kept growing the idea that i I was going to live, and not just a day by day, like I had been. I was going to live for months, years, that I might be an adult someday, like my mom was. So the sense of when you're surrounded by so much trauma and tragedy when you're 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 younger, and yeah. the idea of oh my god, I have this whole life to live beyond this. Like, yeah. how am I going to do that? The thought of being like, when every day you're like facing your death and you expect to die, what happens when you realize, oh, I might not die. I might have to figure out how to actually live instead right. of just wait to die. And I was right. like, boom, my, my head was like, boom. I mean, of course, it's a thing we, we all know, but it was put very succinctly at a point right. in the story where they had built up slowly enough where it wasn't just like, and we're throwing the theme in here, but it felt like it earned that monologue. Right. It was this idea of like, I have no connections. I don't want to be connected to anybody because everybody I know dies. But now I'm going to, I need those connections if I'm going to 
be alive, right? Like right. what's the point of being alive if you don't have those connections to those people? I thought that was a really interesting way to do it. I agree with you. I think for me when it hit and I'm like, okay, I'm in is when they're moving the generator and they fall into the pit yeah. of frozen zombies. For me, I was like, okay, I'm in. This yeah, is yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, here comes the, because it takes about, it's about a hundred pages in. And I know that seems like if you're like a hundred pages, but in a comic book, that's pretty dang. Quick, and these are pretty right? big <laughs> panel, panel comics yeah, too. Pretty big panels. Um, it was, a, it, uh, that for me is when it hit. It did take until they got up there. You're kind of trying to figure out what's going on. And then when they fall in there and they see all the zombies, I was like, okay, that's it. I'm in. Right. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I was, I was kind of hooked at that point and then it sprints, man. The, <coughs> the, the last half of the book from about chapter five on is a sprint. It's yeah. Action piece, action piece, a little bit of downtime act. Like it, it zips along really quick and it reminded me a lot of the format of the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we burn, we get to this place. It's the travel, uh, the road trip part. Right um oh crap everybody sucks sprint 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 escape yeah yeah, right? yeah. and then the you turn the, the character turn like yeah, oh you, suspicion no true evil up oh, revenge up oh, yeah 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 and it does that really it does that really well all while kind of playing with your expectations subverting them a little bit but ultimately doing what the walking dead does well which is zombies road trip everybody sucks right it's, <laughs> it's, we had the omniscient view of the walking dead world and i really wish right. i could like drop down into this world and tell them do not try to set up civilizations do not try <laughs> to set up towns or villages or communities call it communes if you want whatever you want to call it if it's a bunch of people together it's not going to work <clears throat> however joss i do want to talk about the cool environment to this one now i haven't watched the right. walking dead spinoffs so i don't know if they've ever i'm sure they've done one in the snow for sure i really i thought but this was a snow, great way to do ski it resort was brilliant yeah yeah which is so again we just watched the last of us and it happens in the mountains with the ski resort right oh, do they, what episode that. was in the ski resort oh, well it's village? not snowing it, yeah the sort of up in the where up his in the brother mountains. lives uh, where they know where they go and burn down the, they like she's fighting with the dude, the guy cap, the preacher captures her. Oh right, 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 right. They, right yeah. Like that's snowy, up and snowy, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for me, that was a really interesting sort of. I do like that environment, right? I yeah. think it's a really cool. It's stark. It's bleak. It's in black and white. It's fantastic. Yeah. Right, because the walk, and I love how they kept that same aesthetic. This black and white and gray washes. Um, the snow is a great way to do it. Um, I will agree with you. There were a couple times where it felt like there was a time jump that was unclear to me. Or the dialogue um, felt very stilted and it felt like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. There was, like, it was you're like repeating page... yourself or like, there's something going on here that I'm missing. Yeah. There was like a page, there was be like a page to page, um, transition that I wasn't always, I, I clear yeah. on what on where we were at and it was a time time jump and yeah i think it was when they when they first got up the hill i think like from the bottom of the hill to where the 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 twins were acting to like them starting to build the community that was a little bit rough for me it felt like wait i don't understand these motivations i'm not quite sure why we're here exactly again i don't know if that was made clear i'm just missing it and it feels like the way the characters are talking to each other, I don't quite feel their voices in it. And so for just briefly there, it felt a little bit muddled, 
But the story was able to work its way out of that. I think especially when the um, Riki, uh, Rika character kind of yeah. comes in and starts being very plain spoken about what's going on and how she's feeling. And there's right. there's less like shadowy hidden talk. Uh, and Rika's just like, what do you feel about this? Where have you been? What's your history? What's your backstory? It's weird. Rika is that exposition character they usually get in the first chapter. But now like Amos should have really served that purpose. But <laughs> Clementine refused but she, to tell him. Anything. That's what I'm saying. She like was she you get to this point where she's finally like, OK, we're just well, I'll talk about it. Right. Um, I there like I said, I agree with you a couple times when I got lost. But overall, I found myself back into it. And by the end of it, I really, I really enjoyed it. I'm, I am going, I've got the second one on pre-order. It doesn't come out till October. That's kind of the bummer about it, right? Like this is one of those things where you're like, okay, it just came out because this hasn't been out for that long. Um, and then I got to wait till October for the next one. Um, and it's like manga sized. So it, or manga sized. Oh, really? So it doesn't, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, oh, it's a small, digital. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, it's not a giant book. And I felt like, okay, I'm, I'm done. Where's the next? Oh, I didn't know copy? that was the physical copy was like that. Yeah. Uh, before we talk about art, uh, since we're kind of talking about this book in general, I, I thought this, maybe other books have done this, but the whole, like what she used to create it. So in the back of this book, when you finish a trade, at least I have in the digital version, she yeah, has she, the tools. tools. So she yeah. has a whole page where it's penciled with iPad, Apple Pencil, using Procreate, inked with uh, Faber Castell pens. Like she's giving brands and like types of yeah. pens. And and I was like, wow. I mean, it's it's manga size too. So it has that young, young adult, like this is the kind of medium they're used to reading. And so I was like, hey, do you like to tell stories? You want to tell your own stories? Here's how, I, at least here's a, a brief, here are the tools right. that I have. And like she did it on cheap cardstock from Staples, which is yeah. great. Like she prints off the the pencils on pro, you know, she uses Procreate to draw it all, right? To do the original pencils, then she prints it on, you know, uh, like pencils in blue on cheap cardstock, and then goes back and inks it. I think that's a really, it's a really kind of cool behind the scenes piece of it that I really that I really enjoyed. What did you think of her like facial work with characters? What did, like um for as it's this thing where it's not as um it's a little more cartoony than the walking dead but it, it does it does it's like 15 percent manga at times right yeah and i'm really i but i mean i think when i think about it now manga has been such a important piece of culture um especially for art like artists in the united states right especially right. like who grew like I think of people younger than me who watched Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon and all those things that I was, I just, I was either like three to five years too old for it. Mm. Right. And then you go back to those kids, you know, kids even younger started discovering manga as a book, right. It, when it really sort of came into the United States. And so of course, artists that are younger than you or I are going to be influenced by that right? right and so it's this americanized anglicanized like manga that it's not as sort of um yeah i see what you're saying you're almost like saying like now it's almost tough to say like something like well this is like 10 percent manga because manga has been around so long it's not like you're not you're not appropriating manga anymore like you grew right. up with it it was it 
it, it was appropriated 20 years ago by American <laughs> artists. And so these young artists who are like in their late 20s or 30s, it wasn't like, oh, this is exotic or this is foreign. This is what was in the stuff that we... Right. I, I think like when I was a kid, Robotech was on, right? <clears throat> but now like my son, who's 12, he has, we have Netflix and Hulu and he watches you know, Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia and all of these, you know, anime and reads that stuff. And for him, it's it's not unusual to watch something dubbed, right? Or like subtitled. It's not for, unusual for to watch a movie dubbed. <laughs> but for you and I, when we were kids, one, we never would have been able to get our hands on half of that stuff. Yeah. And then like, that was uncommon to watch foreign film or foreign stuff. Um, And so today I always, this, it looks like Tintin and manga, right? It has that very sort of European sensibility when I think of, you know, French comics. Yeah, it looks like uh, almost like, uh, like, yeah, French. Like what's the giant one we read? Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. Petite. Yeah. Petite. Right. It has that sort of European thing, but those are what, you know, if you're not reading floppies, how do you get your comic books? You get them in those, you get them in manga. I mean, yeah. it's a much better medium if you want to read a whole bunch of crap, yeah. right? And I don't mean crap pejoratively. I mean, if, if you want to read a whole bunch of stuff, it's way easier to go buy that at Barnes and Noble than it is to go find like and start at the beginning of Batman and read Batman. Or nowhere to start, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this really interesting piece where manga is printed in a way, it's cheaper. And so for me, it makes sense that we see more art this way. And it makes sense that YA books look like this, right? Like this is is what they look like. Um, I really enjoyed it by the end of it. I thought it was good. I don't, for me, I didn't really, I think it's, you know, I'm, I'm 40 one so i didn't really attach to any characters per se i didn't really see myself in any of the characters i think clementine is probably the most relatable character right she gets the most airtime you kind of find out what she's dealt with and where she is um i liked amos but i don't it then it was hard for me to connect with how naive he was about Mm -hmm. stuff right um, and then I didn't connect. I guess the old man who was uh, stuck down in the snow. It's <laughs> probably you. the one that I, the bearded man was the one that I was closest to. One of the only adults think, in the book. Yeah, but I think Clementine was, I think, although I, even though I just said that I, I didn't relate to any of them, she's the most relatable character, right? Like you feel <laughs> for her, you understand what she's going through. And even though I'm a 41 year old man, I'm, I'm able to read this and go like, okay, I get this. I, I, I'm, I'm in it. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Yeah, I, I quite like I said, I really like that punch of the monologue in Act yeah. Three, and I said, "Oh, that is that's a really well earned monologue," and that almost makes like the little amount of time it takes to kind of read through this book worth it. I don't know if I would read the second one of this one. I I I, I enjoyed this enough. Uh, I think for me, it feels like a standalone. Uh, I it guess, can for it yeah. can very sure stand on its own. I, 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 I guess she's it. gonna go on and have adventures with her her friend here. Um, and their cat now. Um, <laughs> and if someone were to tell me, oh, no, the second book is so much better, I'd be like, oh, it's so much better? I go, well, I thought it was pretty, it was decent, so I would check it out. But if it's if it's just kind of like the continuing story and this, this vibe, uh, I think I would be okay with, with missing that one. Um, but it was kind of fun reading this 
like thinking about the Walking Dead world, thinking about how to approach a YA book from this kind of franchise point of view, and how to do a zombie book as a YA book, let alone this black and white. Like now, I didn't realize until you showed me the book how much kind of manga influence there is in both the art and also the presentation of the story itself, uh, and what that kind of that kind of gives me hope that we can tell that this next generation of readers is going to be okay with low budget creative storytelling. Uh, I like that uh, as opposed to have to have everything on super glossy, you know, paper with inks. I mean, this is, this is glossy paper, but it's black and white. And you think about this was cheap. I like, I, it was 13 bucks for the, it was the same, same price on um, 200, 200 and some pages of story. Um, for me, I go like, okay, that's, I mean, I'm, I have on my order right now, like a $30 comic book, right? Because mm. it's hardcover, it's color, it's, you know what I mean? It's, but this, for the price, I'm going to pick up the second one. When it comes to panels, man, this is a hard one to do. I think um, I found a couple that I really enjoyed. Uh, did you have a favorite panel as you got through it? Yeah, uh, I did. I mean, I tagged it here. Let me see. It was dealing with an avalanche. Let me tap. Oh, yeah. Uh, on, oh, is, it, is it the full page? No, is it's it not the, the full page, page okay. one. I didn't want to. Uh, uh, 208 on page 208. Um, so there's this big avalanche at the end of it. And you get a sense in small parts of what's happening with the avalanche. But then you get a, a, a real good pullout scene of their hideaway. Uh, it's the middle panel in there. And you just see this, what ends up being the antagonist just buried there and left alone. And it's just oh, like this yeah. darkness creeps in. There's the So space. the actual, the actual page is two Oh two. The actual oh, okay. bottom. Yeah. Okay. And the digital reader, it's probably two Oh eight, but 208, in the actual yeah. book, it's probably two. I think it's two Oh two. Yeah. And I really that like one, that. Right? Cause I, I, I really like the environment in this book. Yes, that's exa- exactly yeah. it. I really like the environment and, uh, and there's even a little bit of light coming in there. You can see the light shading where like the, the yeah. moon beams are coming in and, so I thought that that was a really kind of fun one on there. How about you? Yeah, for me, it's it's a very similar, again, it's that playing with the snow and the darkness and what you can do with black and white. Um, it's when uh, the one twin is thinks he's shooting at um, Clementine, but he's actually shooting at a walker. Who's in oh, Clementine's yeah, yeah, I, know, I remember that. Um, one. It's at the bottom of page 189. It's all black and white, and it's the flare from the gun. And then the and it just says bam. So for me, that's a that's a great use of why black and white comics are great. Um, yes, like why it why it is such a um, and the snow the snowflakes coming down, all of it just speaks to why the black and white medium is a really cool way to do it. You know. Yeah, and 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 cool for a snow book too, because oftentimes you see that like we read a couple where the snow it's all cool blues and and grays. Yeah. I really do enjoy that. I, like I thought snow black, black and, like snow angels was, was yeah. One of I think it would be really hard for me now to go watch or go read a walking dead book in color, right? Like that's a weird, that would be a weird thing to go read a colorized, take the world and put it in color would be strange. I mean, the TV show is, did you ever watch, they did the first episode um, and they redid yeah. it in black. And yeah, white. It's great. It's fantastic. Right there. About fantastic. Say, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. directing it. I mean, the cinematography is fantastic in it. Yeah. shiny and chrome walking dead 
The, well, that is also the one. Shiny and Chrome. That is I, that's the only one I watch now. That's the only if I go back and, and, and watch yeah. that movie. I watch Shiny and yeah. Chrome. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, I I, 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 I I quite enjoyed this one, and I could I, I, I really and stay tuned for Clementine coming to. Uh, AMC in two years, I'm sure. I'm sure. Right? Like, how do you not? How do you not do this? Right. Um, so I think that's it, Travis. Uh, go check it out. I'd, I'd recommend it to anybody who likes The Walking Dead. Uh, if you if you have someone, uh, a, you, you know, a younger person in your life who's who's checking out, who reads manga, who checks out comics and stuff like that, and is is able to handle some darker themes, I would I'd share it with him. Um, I'm gonna I'll probably hand it over to Renner and see if he wants to read it. I really enjoyed it. So. Um, all right, folks, that's it. You can find the show over at comicexposure.com or on your favorite podcast app, whatever that is. Thank you for tuning in. The next episode is the next episode. A is, variant. Uh, a variant episode. Travis and I, uh, we went into the kitchen and we we just, we we brewed up um, a delightful pitch club for you. It's, it's going to be good times. Uh, and so that'll be out next. Uh, we're talking, uh, how do we make a black label comic book since that's what we've talked about all uh, for the, for our whole lives. So we're going to talk, <laughs> talk about that because this has been a year of black label books. And then we're going to close a chapter on black label on the show. And then we'll move on to, I, I really thought this was a good departure for us to read something different, go back and read an image book. We're going to find some more stuff to read. That's not, that's out of that range. That's not black label. That's not DC, man. We've read a ton of DC this year. We have. Why, why is DC doing it for me and Marvel isn't uh, check that out on the next episode. <laughs> Anyways, folks, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next trade.